We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the huddle. The University of St. Thomas almost scored a huge, maybe you could call it a minute. I know there's no such thing as moral victories, uh, but they take Marquette to the brink earlier this week. Their head coach, John Tower, joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. John, thank you for joining us this morning. I, I know it goes down as a loss, but when you are a program that's still in the process of transitioning from the D3 to D1, when you have a game like this that's that's a nationally televised game and, and you play well, you almost walk out of it with a win, what does that do for your program as you're moving through this transition time? Yeah, thanks for having me on, first off. It was uh, you know one of those very memorable nights getting to play a team and a, an institution like Marquette. Um, obviously, we're honored to do that. And at this point in our journey in Division One. Um, I couldn't have been prouder of how our guys competed. You know, you watch Marquette and what they've done recently to Notre Dame and to Texas and a bunch of other teams. Um, they're, I think they're one of the top five teams in the country, and they really don't have a weakness. Their offense is so explosive. Their defensive pressure is elite. They're well-coached. And so for our guys to go on the road in that kind of environment and not just compete, but really to be able to hold their own, I think it speaks volumes about um, our culture, but also where our program and our athletic department and our institution um, are headed in this Division One journey. So we're really excited. Losing stings. I'm, you know, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, we talked to the guys yesterday. There's always got to be a perspective in life too, where, you know, there's there's good and bad right after every game, and and regardless of the outcome, we always want to focus on that because we're trying to help these young men grow and develop as human beings, not just as athletes. John, you guys have done an incredible uh, job there with the, with the program and what you've built at the Division three level, but you're, you're, you're not missing a beat at the D1 level. And have you been able to capture uh, a few more maybe higher-level players, or, or how is the recruiting process going now that you, you guys have been D1 now for this? I guess this is what, the second or third? This is the third year. This is the start of our third year. Yeah, and it's been a fascinating journey. I, you know, I, I went to St. Thomas. I've worked here for 24 years, both as a coach and a psychology professor. Um, you know, I, I think it, like anything, any any major transition like this, um, there are stages. And the first year was really we started um, we started the same five players we had started six months earlier in Division Three. So it really, 
I doubt that will ever, ever happen again in college basketball. First, because no other school has gone D3 to D1. And, um, and then to start the same guys. So that first year was really about embracing our culture and doubling down on that, knowing who we were. We found a way to win 10 games and led the country in fewest turnovers. We had issued a lot of threes. We didn't block a lot of shots. I mean, it was just we knew who we were. And it was a beautiful team, one of my favorite teams I've ever coached. Um, last year, we were able to jump to 19 wins, got tied for fourth in the Summit League. And some of that was on those veterans' backs. And then some of it was really good, talented, young freshmen that we brought in. Um, and this year continues to be a mix. We have Parker Bjorklund and Brooks Allen, our two grad students who have been with us for a long time, both have two of the most unique stories because they were not even heralded Division three recruits coming out of high school. Parker didn't play here his first two years, and he's now an all-conference player. Brooks Allen scored nine points in two years of Division three basketball, nine total, and he had a 30-point game last year. And so you look at those two, and then Raheem Anthony's a, a grad transfer from St. Mary's, who, ironically enough, we played against in the MIC when he was uh, a freshman at St. Mary's. And um, so we certainly are excited about the talent that we're bringing in. we got four guys committed for next year, um, and I think year over year we're going to build this, and I think that's something that – our, our institution, our athletic director, Phil Eston, has done just a remarkable job of building this out where he's not saying you have to win now. It's build this the right way with your culture and integrity and student-athletes who really are committed to St. Thomas's mission think we're going to have something really special down the road. Not that we already do, but as we continue this journey in Division I, um, it's, it's pretty amazing. That's John Tower, head coach of the University of St. Thomas men's basketball team, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. They host Crown College, I believe, this afternoon. Uh, John, you brought up Parker Bjorkland. Uh, it, it is so incredibly difficult, I feel like, to to even make an impact for a guy if you are a to go from Division three to Division one. How have you coached guys like him up? Because that's not an easy thing to do. I, I, I know oftentimes the gap between D3, D1, maybe it's bigger or maybe it's smaller depending on the sport. But to not, you know, you said to go from not being a heralded recruit to now being your team's leading scorer early on in this season, how have you been able to draw that out in guys like him? Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, you know, first and foremost, I think you you, you give a lot of credit to players who are fearless. And, and we talk a lot about competitive joy that you, you've got to love the process, right? This is not college athletics is not an easy endeavor. It's really meaningful. It's really worthwhile, but you know, these guys, they're up at 7am lifting weights several days a week, um, practices, classes, you know, we bust back from Marquette. We got back at 4am Friday morning and it's the last day of our 
semester. So they go to class. I mean, it's it, these guys are really, really not just good basketball players, but just really good people who also work hard in the classroom. And a kid like Parker, um, he has such a unique story because he didn't play for two years because he was running small businesses. And frankly, he was making too much money to, <laughs> to, to afford to play that. Division Three basketball. And huh. so his journey, I mean, it really could be a Disney movie. He asked if he could come out for the team his third year, and that was the COVID year. We hardly played, but we could certainly see in him an athleticism, a toughness, a curiosity that are, are truly special. Like he's just one of those young people who he doesn't see a, a ceiling for things. Um, but to his credit, he's really worked on the game and on his game, um, and, and he's open to being coached. So it, it's, you know, other coaches, I remember the first year we played, they're like, where'd you get this Parker Bjorklund kid? And I would point to our <laughs> field house and be like, intramurals. And that was the truth. They wouldn't believe it. <laughs> you know, and, and so – I, I think stories like that, they're also they're they're great for young people because they do highlight that certainly there are rankings and there's accolades that high school kids get, but there's also an element of whatever you want to do in life. You keep working and you you work smart and you work hard uh, and you're coachable. You know the sky's really the limit, and and Parker I think really epitomizes that. John, when when you're going out and recruiting, and 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 you've got like you said, they've got several co- uh, commits already for next year. How difficult is that? Uh, uh, you know, the program that's that's very early stages of of Division One basketball, and 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 how big of a reach across the country do you guys have at this point in time? Well, yeah, that's a great question. Recruiting is, I mean, it, in many ways, it's a lifeblood of your program. Certainly, the NCAA, as we're making this unprecedented tra- transition, to have the transfer portal where it is, to have NIL uh, where that is, it, it's really wild when you consider sort of the co-occurrence of those three things. Um, I, recruiting is really, really competitive, but I, I also think there's an element where we talk about finding guys who are running to St. Thomas, right? It's where, it, it, like most things in life, if you have to beg somebody to come, it's it's not the right fit. When I look at our mission, I look at our school, I look at why I've been here as long as I have, I think this place is incredible. Not just the athletics, but the academics, the alumni network, the location in our metropolitan area. We've got a $175 million arena that will be built two years from now. And so you start looking at what a young person has the opportunity to do here. And by the way, be part of a story that's never been told before, right? So to get to be a part of this, along with all those other things, uh, to me, that's a fun story to tell. And, and we don't have to get everybody to come here. We, our goal is find the right people. You know, we have UST, University of St. Thomas. We've got an acronym USST, Unselfish, Skilled, Smart, and Tough. And those are the four traits that we try to zero in on holistically. There's obviously more nuance when you look at basketball. But those are the things that we're looking to build and populate our culture with. And I think that's been one of the keys over these first two-plus years is having a really strong culture that has allowed us to navigate this journey through ups and downs, right? It hasn't been easy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you it's been easy, but our guys have been tireless in their belief in how we play and their trust in each other. John, you and I have gone back a, a long ways and I know that you're probably one of the smartest coaches I think I've ever talked to. You have your PhD, you're an accomplished author. Uh, you've had things published in top, top academic journals, uh, all around that kind of sports psychology. And, and we talk a lot about coaching on this show and, and coaching in game, coaching the kids. How, in, in your philosophy when you're in game, how much is it 
coaching the X's and O's when it's game time versus just coaching the kids to get the best performance out of them that you can get? Yeah, well, thank you for the kind words. I don't know I, I deserve that, but I do, <laughs> I do think uh, my wife would agree that I don't. Um, she, uh, but but I, she and I talked, she founded a charter school, and so she, she does a different thing in the world of education. Um, but I look at what we do, whether it's coaching basketball, whether it's teaching college kids, whether it's teaching grade school kids, and what's fascinating, I think, your point about the X's and O's, you know, there's an old adage, it's not the X's and the O's, it's the Jimmy's and the Joe's, right? you got to recruit the right people, and that's more important. And at some level, it's like everything in life, I think the best coaches are able to do all of those things. Do X's and O's matter? Yes. Do the players you have matter? Yes. Does understanding the emotions and the motivation of players matter? Yes. Does understanding the analytics of coaching matter? Yes. And can you do that all in real time, right? While there's 15,000 people at Marquette screaming and maybe the officials are making some calls that we don't always agree with. And you're trying to figure out who should be in the game now and who's the other team got in the game. And so this multitude of variables, I think it's the beauty of coaching is trying to keep all it. those things at the forefront. John, thank you. I'm sorry. We got to cut you off. We're up against it. Thanks so much for joining us. Good luck with the rest of your season. Okay. Hey, thanks guys. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks John. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.